Welcome to Leadership Behind the Scenes with me, Nomi Natan, Executive Coach and Leadership Consultant. In this podcast, we champion human-friendly leadership because you're human first and leader second. We share tips and insights on how you can increase your impact and influence so you can be the leader you've always dreamt of being and feel proud when you look in the mirror. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Leadership Behind the Scenes. Today we're talking nine tips to ride the wave of uncertainty with grace. And although all nine tips will be relevant, whatever period of uncertainty you're going through, this particular episode is in response to COVID-19. So it's recorded 13th of March, 2020, while we're in the middle of a global pandemic. And I think crisis of uncertainty, there is so much unknown. So there's health crisis, financial crisis, so many different consequences coming with all of this. And for all of us, if we're not right in the grips of obviously being incredibly ill, we still have to deal with all the unknowns. At this moment, several countries have schools and nurseries closed. A lot of companies around the globe are asking people to work from home. Some governments are still awaiting, trying to figure out flights are disrupted or cancelled to some destinations. And there's a general sense of waiting and seeing and caution and and so much fear. So I took a moment and thought, actually, I need to unhook from my own fear and looked at what do I know about how to deal with uncertainty. And that's why I've recorded this episode with nine of my best tips on how to ride this wave. So take a breath and let's dive in. Before we go through the nine steps, I want to make sure that you know this is not an episode to minimize any of the seriousness or the graveness of what's going on. Yes, there are real grave consequences and so much we don't know about COVID-19. And I also know that it doesn't help that we have a world population gripped with fear. It doesn't help that the leaders of the world are grappling with fear and that you and your family walk around full of fear. When we are fearful, we do not make the best decisions we can make. We're not spreading the best kind of energy. And fear does not help our immune system thrive. It does not help our creativity to come through. And it does not help us become compassionate and helpful to others if we're stuck in fear. So this is about getting out of fear, helping us ride the wave of uncertainty. And you can probably see already that as with anything, when something gets more intense, your patterns become more clear. 
So this is a good chance also to observe yourself and look at your general instincts, not judging them, not making them right or wrong, but just noticing how have you been feeling so far? Has your instinct been to freeze and retreat and go smaller in the face of what's going on? Or is your instinct to get angry with different people's responses and are you looking to go into battle? Is that your response? Is your response to go small and look at those just nearest to you and people you really know? Or are you feeling concern and unexplained fear and anger for people and population groups you don't even know? As I said, don't judge it. It's neither right or wrong, whatever it is that's going on for you. But just interesting because as we will go through this period, we will come out on the other side and this is a good chance, a case study that no one wants to live through. But since we are going to have to live through it, what can you learn about yourself and how you are with change, with uncertainty, with crises? What are you learning about yourself and what does it tell you about what you want to work on and what to watch out for? Okay, so let's start with the nine tips. Now, the first one is what I talk about as extreme self-care. And I talk about this in the Organizational Change Hangover Cure. And I added the word extreme because it seems that it makes people listen. As you hear what I'm talking about, you'll realize it's not extreme. It is basic common sense. But adding the word extreme might make you actually do it and listen. So when we incur, encounter uncertainty, as human beings, we find that we are extra tired because it's not familiar. So we don't yet know how to categorize it. We don't yet have, you know, routines for how to navigate things or how to move through it. And we're having to observe extra pieces of information, process data we don't quite know, read situations we're not familiar with. And we're constantly scanning to try and make it familiar because that is how we save energy as human beings and that's how we navigate situations is making it familiar, finding a mode of operandus that we sort of know how to get through. So you are, I am, we are going to be extra tired as we're going through this period of lots of unprecedented global change and global uncertainty. And so what does it mean in terms of extreme self-care? Sleep, you know, allow yourself to rest. And maybe working from home or whatever's going on for you, maybe you can have a nap during the day, although if the kids are there, not so simple. But make sure you get sleep and rest. I highly recommend meditation, as you know, if you've listened to me for a while. Any kind of meditation practice at this stage would be wonderful. It's not about being thoughtless. It's about allowing some stillness, having moments of not being bombarded with impressions, shutting off all the information flow in and having a moment to digest, release, process. So allowing yourself space for that. Going um, really into nature. Nature calms us. So spending time outside 
And uh, yeah, you can have two meters between people outside, so that should work fine. So if you can get into nature, if that is a possibility for you, that's another great thing. Make sure you hydrate. I mean, hydrate is important for immune defense anyway, but make sure you drink lots and lots of water. Again, it's the basic things that really make a difference when it comes to loading up an extra energy so that you have energy to deal with all this uncertainty. So sleep, water, nature. I would normally say lots of hugs from those, you know, that matter to you and those that you love because physical touch is really healthy and helpful for human beings. And of course, in this experience with COVID-19, if this is what you're responding to, there's uh, lots of restrictions around touch. So watch out for that. But under normal circumstances, if it's other kinds of uncertainty you deal with then touch also really helps. But think about what are the basis things that you need to do to look after yourself? What kind of practices do you have that you know help you stay sane? Exercise and talking to good friends and all of those kind of things that calm you, make you feel better and allowing yourself to be patient with yourself and others that we're just all extra tired. Second one, What do you know to be true and what will not change even with all of what's going on? Ask yourself that and just see what answers come. What do you know to be true and what will not change? And just write down all the answers that come for you. It really grounds us when we realize that not everything will change and there are some things that will stay the same. And if you're in doubt about what those kind of things could be, remember, humanity has been through many, many horrific periods. And, you know, most of you listening to this, you will have had grandparents, at least that have gone through Second World War. But also remember, throughout the world, there are people all the time fighting for their lives for reasons of starvation and hunger and poverty or wars or because of who they are. And we get through things. Yes, not every single person, but in general, as a human race, we'll get through this too. So look at what stays true always. As I said, it seems conceptual, but write down the answers you get and it will help you. And this will help you with point number three, which is about practicing appreciation for what really matters to you. Get clear on what is it really that you value and what really matters to you. In our consumer society, we constantly think we need more of this and more of that and sort this out and sort that out. And this is a good time to go, what is it really that I don't want to live without? What is it really that makes the biggest difference to my life? And then notice that most of that is is here, right now, right here, and appreciate it. Appreciation helps us shift out of fear. It gives us energy rather than drain energy. And so you want more of that. So go and speak your appreciation, write your appreciation and be appreciative of the beautiful landscape that's around you. Be appreciative of your children, of your family. Be appreciative that you can see, that you can smell, that you have limbs that are fully functioning. 
be appreciative that you live in a place where you feel safe to walk out the door, etc., etc. Keep going, practicing detailed appreciation. So much research shows all the good things it does for our brain and for our energy. So this is a good time to practice. Tip number four is looking at what can you control and what can you do something about and what can't you. And this might be the, the place where, you know, you might make some plans. You might make some worst case scenario plans for your personal finances, for the health of your loved one, for who you can see and who you can't see and how you can help those that really need it the most. It might be that moment where you sit and make those emergency plans for how to run your business, how to run your teams and look at what are the options. And then I want you to go, okay, well, now we've made the plans. Now what can we do something about? But what we can't do something about is controlling the whole world and exactly what's going to happen. Giving ourselves a little bit of space to look at what we can control, making some plans, usually make us feel better. But watch out that this is not an all-consuming task and you get crippled with all the million different emergency scenarios you can imagine because the human imagination is phenomenal. And so watch out that you don't make it worse and more fear grippling than it has to be. Just look at factually what are some good, sane plans that you can have as backups for different scenarios. And depending on your role, this might be your duty to your organization to make those kind of plans. Step number five is practicing listening to your intuition. And to listen to your intuition, you have to be in the moment. You have to release fear. And intuition usually doesn't come with all the steps. Intuition isn't like, and here's the plan for what's next and what's next and what's next. Intuition usually gives us one piece of the information at a time. So this is why I said, go do your plans and then tap into your intuition. Your intuition usually gives you the next piece of the information because your intuition responds to information as it arises. And so you have a sense of something, but you don't have a full-blown step-by-step plan. Step-by-step plans usually don't come from intuition. So allow yourself to tune into this moment and ask yourself, if I, if I don't listen to fear, what is my next move? What's a good approach now? What is it really that is important for me to focus on? Listen to the faint sounds of your intuition. The more you listen to your intuition and the more you honor it, the stronger it will get. And this will help you in all times, not just in times of uncertainty. Tip number six follows on from this. And it's about asking for help from bigger forces. For me, it means prayer, and it doesn't have to mean subscribing to any particular religion or anything religious for that matter. But for me, what's really important is that we step out of our fear-led ego and the ego that wants to control it all and therefore doesn't always see what's possible. When we get crippled by fear and try to take charge, we don't listen to intuition. We don't allow for miracles to happen. And so I find it helpful to release some of the pressure on myself to control everything. And whenever I practice this with leaders, 
magic happens. Because the best ideas don't come from you. The best ideas are already out there. There is very little new to invent. It is putting things together in a new way or in a different way or so that it can really be heard now. And so ask the universe or God or whatever you believe in, or if you don't believe in anything, just asking for help and saying, show me what is next. Show me how to be useful in this situation. And whether you believe it comes from inside of you or from another force doesn't really matter. But instead of grappling so hard and letting the intellect take charge, and we all know the intellect is flawed and is behind because it's still trying to process and make sense of, allow yourself to listen to a different source of information. Tip number seven is getting practical again. It's looking at what's your worth and what's the value you add. It calms us when we can really see how we add value because as we get uncertain, we can get uncertain about ourselves and who we are and what our place is. And so look at what is the value you add in your current role, in the leadership and in your community, in your society, in your family, really Get clearer on that because that grounds us seeing the value that we add and also gives you a sign of how could you be even more valuable? What is it really that you could add that's helpful in this time when we all need a little bit extra help? Which takes us to tip number eight, which is about getting creative. In any crisis, there are new opportunities. There are companies that suffer, there are people that suffer, and there are people and companies that thrive. And this is a good moment to get creative, maybe on a Skype call or on a Zoom call or something like that. So bouncing off other people is usually really fun. And yes, you might not be able to get physically together right now. That's probably inappropriate. But bouncing off each other and looking at, hey, well, if this was a great opportunity for something, if something really good could come of this, what could come of this? So look at your work and your leadership and your business and look at what great could come of this. Maybe this is the time to simplify processes. Maybe this is the time to double down on the value that we really add. Maybe this is the time to go deep on customer care and really look at making sure the customers we do have feel extra special. Maybe this is the time to really look at how we make our teams work better, how we have the conversations that we've been ignoring having. Now there's space for things now and we can be crippled by fear or we can seize the opportunity and create something beautiful out of this, right? How do you make lemonade out of lemons? Which takes me to tip number nine, which perhaps is my favorite one, because how can you, how can you spread joy and blessings all around? What could you do for others? Again, when we get crippled by fear, we get into our own selfish nature. And what's helpful is just looking at, well, what beautiful things could you do for others? How about a good old-fashioned phone call? How about good old-fashioned letters? When did you last get a handwritten, beautiful letter from someone, right? 
Who could you send a letter at this time when maybe they are more vulnerable and not getting out? What other little gestures of human stuff could you do that could bring joy and blessings to someone else's life? Because what helps us also is, yes, we might have to physically self-isolate some of us in this period, but actually losing connection That's damaging to human nature. And so we need to look at how can we connect? How can we spread the love, spread the joy and look after each other? And so, yeah, look at a little thing you could do today. Don't make it big. Don't make it complicated. Don't make it time consuming. Tiny little things can make a massive difference to other people. And I bet you'll feel better through it. If you found this tips helpful and if you think you know someone else who could benefit from listening to this episode do share it with your friends your colleagues your family so that we help each other get out of fear that way we will be able to respond appropriately in all the ways we need to but also keep spreading the joy Thank you for listening. If you found this helpful, do hit the subscribe button or head over to nominatan.com and type in your email address and make sure you will never miss another episode. I have something incredibly exciting coming soon. Role Model Your Way. If you like this, you will love Role Model Your Way. Uh, can't wait to share it with you. So do subscribe and we'll speak soon. Now take a breath. Have a great day.